Welcome to the Wandering Sun Podcast. I am your host, Eric Villatoro. If this is your first time tuning into the podcast, what we usually do here is have conversations with people who are actively being transformed by Jesus. Today is no exception. Um, I'm super excited to, to bring today's guest on. Uh, his name is David One Time. He is a pastor. He is a reggaeton artist. He is uh, specifically a communications pastor for uh, Casa de Alfarero in Silver Spring, Maryland. And uh, um, I just want you to take some time right now. Um, just kind of lay back, chill, you know, relax. And um, uh, I'm just super excited because in all of these episodes, what we're talking about is Jesus. What we're talking about is the Holy Spirit and what Holy Spirit is doing uh, on the earth, you know, as he's living through us. And so today is, again, there's no exception. So uh, help me welcome David one time. What's going on, my brother? How you doing? What's up, bro? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing really well, man. Excited that you're here. Um, I recently found out about you. Well, actually, fun fact, I've known about you probably for about a year or two because of your music. Um, okay. But I'm not going to lie. Your last record caught my attention. That was the one that did it for <laughs> me. That one, that one. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Soltera, pero nunca sola. Sola. Um, that's right which is an amazing record for, for the people tuning in. If you haven't heard it, I'm just going to play a quick little clip of it so you can uh, get acquainted. Uh, what is the word? Get get familiar with go. the record. Soltera, pero nunca sola. Con su padre celestial, semanal, se ponen a conversar. Está soltera, pero nunca sola. I love the the memes that you've been putting up with the with the song, with the office, and what was the other one that you did? You did the office. Uh, it's the chipmunk, Alvin and the chipmunks. With Alvin and the chipmunks. No, That's bro, great. it's it's good because you know even when it comes to music now, like being able to um, promote music in a clever way. Um, it's it's not it's, it's a lot of work, and you got to think yeah. a little bit and. You're doing it pretty well because it's also like the the sound is right. Like you have the ambiance <laughs> with the we're not gonna talk about it, but it's it's just great, man. I'm 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 a fan of your promotion style. Thank you, um, bro. <laughs> bro, the Holy Spirit recently has been um, really pushing me towards Thanksgiving, right? And 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 I wanted to just start up the episode with asking you. What are you thankful for in, in this season of your life? Oh, man. Um, in this season of my life, this year specifically, my wife and I, my wife Doris and I, we celebrate five years of marriage. Um, time has flown by. It don't feel like five years. Um, but I see how God's been faithful through the ups and the downs over the last five years. Um, um, I, I, I don't know. I think marriage kind of was like that marker for me where I was like, all right, I got to grow up. <laughs> I got to, I got to get this right. <laughs> Cause yeah. my, uh, my, my relationship, if you want to put it like the spiritual side, my relationship with God doesn't just affect me anymore. It affects um, the person that I'm with, the, my yeah. wife. Um, and of course God started working in my life before I got married. But I think that, that point where you're married, is like that, you hit that hashtag adulting and you're like, okay, <laughs> this yeah. is, this is serious. Like I cover somebody now, you know, I, I respond for somebody like before mm -hmm. God, I'm responsible for, 
uh, for what I signed up for, that I would take care of his, of his daughter, of his, uh, of, of my wife. So yeah. for the last five years, it's been ups and downs. It's been uh, me not having a job, but God providing, uh, yeah. me getting a job, me not losing my job um, through, you know, sickness here and there. Um, nothing serious, but just being able to see how in the midst of it all, I can look back and say that God was there. Even in, if in the moment um, it didn't feel like it, um, that's what I'm grateful for, that I can look wow. back and say, you were there. Like, wow. kind of like that um, that moment with Jacob where he was like, all right, yeah, you were there. I'm going to build an altar because I realized you, <laughs> you were there with me. You were there yeah. the whole time. So. I'm grateful for that, man. I'm grateful that I'm here, that I'm healthy, that God's providing. And, and yeah, I mean, he's, he's placed a burden on our hearts and we're chasing after it every day. So mm. I'm grateful for those little things. What is that burden? I mean, let's get to it. What, what, what's the burden in your heart? Well, I think simply put, I think anybody that's a follower of Christ, anyone that's a believer, I think the burden is to love people, to reach people. Mm. Um, and specifically for my wife and I, we do it. Um, we, we love serving at our local church. We, we love it with a passion. We we're volunteers. We don't, um, we're not on staff, but yeah. we, it's like our part-time away from our, our full-time, <laughs> um, because we, we just love it. You know, we love serving. We love, um, helping other people to connect with God. So we yeah. do that through communications. Um, like right before we got on air, we were talking about, uh, you know, the pandemic changed everything because uh, we weren't an online church. And then all of a sudden we had to become an online church. Yeah. Um, and so we do it there. Um, my wife does it through uh, Heavenly Tale, which is, you know, she creates a community for young women to, you know, to trust God and, mm to trust in his promises, to chase after, you know, a deeper relationship with him. And obviously I do it through my music. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, my goal is to just, uh, through whatever I record, just to point to God. Like wow. if you hear it, um, you'll know that I'm, I'm talking about somebody or, or, or someone in, is involved in it and that's, that's my God. So in some way, shape or form, I'm pointing it to him. Um, and that's my burden, I, I think. You're 27, 27 years old. Um, you've specifically uh, put on your Instagram uh, reggaeton artists, right? And that yes. is the music that you make, right? But you're you're taking on that title, and uh, um, and you're living up to it. Um, obviously, and you know, with with being Latino, with the history of reggaeton, with you being a lover of Jesus. Um, for for people in the church, there there seems there seems like there's some some trouble there, right? Like people's antennas start to go up. Like pastor reggaeton artist, what, what what is you know? But then you also just like mention the fact that your goal is to glorify God. Your goal is to to speak the gospel, to 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 point to Jesus in your music. Um, I wanted to ask you, man. Um, what was the thought process with you going into reggaeton? Um, yeah, what what exactly was that thought process like for you to specifically target that genre? Well, I think that <clears throat> this was back in 
if you if you're a reggaeton student like I was, come on, let's talk um, about it. Yeah, let's talk about it. Back in 06 when Gasolina dropped, that changed everything, bro. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. I gotta stop that, you right there. That changed that's, everything. That's no, that's not even 06, bro. That's 04. You're right, you're right. 04, you're right. 04. 04, Daddy Yankees, uh, Barrio Fino changed everything. <sighs> honestly, bro. So for me, right, I was I grew up in church, I, so when I go to school and I hear, you know, this this rhythm that's just taking over everything, mm. um, I'm naturally curious. So I'm like, man, this is good. But obviously, like like you said, back then there was like this backlash because that's 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 the devil's music, or that's uh that's not right. And and yeah, I agree. The message behind you know the songs that were very popular in that time weren't appropriate for for church or, or doesn't edify your life in any way, but yeah, it wasn't um, the best. It wasn't the best, but it there, still is not the best too for <laughs> yeah, like the lot. mainstream for the mainstream. Yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot out there. Um, but that, that drew me in at least from the musician standpoint, mm. um, the music drew me in and, um, yeah. So I, I fell in love with the genre. Uh, I grew up on, on them. And I think the moment that really clicked for me was, I'll never forget it because I used to be in kids choir. I was, uh, I forgot how it was in 04, 05, 06. But we were in the other room rehearsing and it cut into uh, the Sunday sermon, the Sunday service, right? But down the hall, you could hear that there's reggaeton playing in church. And I'm mm. like, what is that? So of course I asked to go to the bathroom and I, as I'm heading down to the church bathroom, I take a sneak peek and we have a guest artist um, who was Vito at the time. Um, and he was performing at our church. And that, that moment for me was like, it was eye opening. Like I didn't know that there were Christian people doing reggaeton. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I got my first CD. That's where I got hooked with, uh, hooked to Mani Montes, Vito, Benji, uh, Michael Prats, like all these guys that were doing reggaeton that were wow. paving the way in the Christian, Christian reggaeton genre. Um, so that was it for me. Like, I was like, I, I, I love the music and I know, and, and this is, this is great. Like I can, I can, I can bump this without feeling bad or without knowing that my brain is, or my mind's going to go elsewhere and, and, right. and it's not like, it's going to edify my life, right? I can learn from this stuff. So that was it for me. Um, as far as like getting, falling in love with the genre. Wow. That's yeah. super interesting, man. Because even right now, you mentioned a couple of names that I'm not even aware of. Like, you know, I was that kid in 03, 04, where I fell in love with reggaeton because of Don Omar, Daddy Yankee, right, Tito right. El Bambino, Hector El Fai. All of these people are popping off. I mean, that was the, the golden era right. of reggaeton. And that was like when it first became mainstream. So I was definitely with you. And like, yo, this is crazy. <laughs> Barrio Fino was the first album I copped ever. You wow. know what I mean? Well, actually, fun fact, it was it was Barrio Fino and uh, uh, Juan Luis Guerra's first Christian album, which okay. is crazy. <laughs> There's um, a good balance there. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty good balance. Um, and so, you know, as you're even mentioning all these different artists that were pioneering reggaeton, like, I got to go back now and and check because to, to me... That, you know, I, I wasn't in the church, so I wasn't even looking at that. So right. it's very interesting that, you know, now looking at you, there's been seeds 
and and people cultivating this for for a while. Um, so it's really, really, really cool to see. Now, with obviously right now you just released uh, Soltera Pero Nunca Sola, which to me was a really, really good record specifically because in the reggaeton community, um, we just went through a trend of... Um, it, what would we say? It was it was a trend of it's cool to be single, right? Because you get to do whatever you want, right? You get to go party, you get to have sex, you get to drink, and um and I love your twist to it, which is just good. That it's just like, hey, she's she's soltera, she's single, but she's not alone, right? You know, so so. Talk to me about that specific song, man. What was your, um, what was your heart behind that song? Because I just think it's it's a great concept. Thanks, bro. No, you hit it on. You hit the nail on the head. That was that was where my head was at. <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's all these songs that they're super catchy, and if you listen to them once, you're like they get stuck in your head, and and you just repeat them. I'm like, man, what, what? Why am I saying this though? Like, yep. uh, because I I think that's the culture that that we live in that, you know, no commitments, uh, doing what you want, enjoying life. You only live once. Um, and if you're single, that means that you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, but I, the truth of the matter is that I know people and I was one of those people that in, in my single years, it was rough. <laughs> it was rough because like you wanted to do your best. Like you wanted to stay faithful to God. Um, and, and, and you didn't have like, I mean, at least the, speaking in my personal opinion um, and my personal experience, I, I didn't have all the tools at, at my disposal, maybe for different reasons, maybe because the topic was taboo, maybe because uh, just, you know, I, I didn't plug in to people who were going to have those conversations with me. But um, I, I think that's part of the, the burden that I feel and my wife feels that you know, there are people out there that want to know that God has a design for my life, whether I'm single, whether I'm in a relationship, whether I'm married or whatever. Come on. And and sometimes we just, well, we don't know where to go. So if I'm going to be a way to, again, to point people to God and say, hey, look, if you're single, you can you can also be single and not feel alone. Like God can be with you. God can guide you. God can surround you with friends. God yeah. can um guide you through through that journey of being single and you can enjoy it to the fullest Mm. without without dealing with guilt without dealing with um you know the consequences of of us of us sinning or of us messing up um so yeah that's where my head was at when i wrote that song and of course i think one of the one of my challenge the way i challenge myself is i want to make a song that is relevant in society so it isn't like um, like I, I'm all respect to all those people that, you know, write and write reggaeton or, or whatever genre it is and, and urban music really, that really always Jesus, God, uh, holiness, this, and again, my respect to all of that, but I'm, I want to reach those people that like the, that music that says, Hey, I'm soltera and I can do whatever I want. I'm single and I can do what I want. But here's an alternative because I feel, I feel like God's design is just better. And and if it's catchy, that's my challenge. I want to make it catchy for you so that 
it, it sticks to you and that becomes like your your anthem like hey God's with me. I could do this. I could, I could do another day. I could do another week. Um, so that's where my headspace was at for that, mm. for Soltera Pero Nunca Sola. I, I, love, I love the fact that you just said, uh, you know, um, your challenge was to make it catchy. Um, because that, that is a big, that's a big challenge to make a record. Well, let's be specific. To make a reggaeton record that is glorifying God. And that is catchy, because now you're going directly against the 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 um uh just the the mainstream reggaeton music because that's right. you know their thing is we're gonna make this super catchy so you're repeating it over and over and over again, um and you know how the world makes things catchy what I've noticed is just to speak about all the bad things that you could do because our flesh loves just bad things I mean that is just yeah. like it's just it's just weird. Um, and so I, I just love it, man. What has been the response from, from, from churches, from um, not even just your own church, um, but even churches outside of the people that know you personally? Like, are you receiving support overall or all around, or are you getting backlash? What is that response like uh, when they hear these reggaeton uh, records that are glorifying God? Yeah, I mean... I think I'm still very early on in my career. And I mean, I, I, I see the numbers, right? I see the statistics and I wish they were bigger. <laughs> um, but I know it's, it's, it comes with pain. I got to be patient. Um, yep. And I'm reaching, you know, I'm reaching an audience. I'm building my audience. Um, but the people that I have been able to reach, um, I mean, I'm grateful because they, I, I think that they feel they feel the burden that, that I feel as well. You know, that there's people we want to reach, there's messages we want to, there's topics that we want to talk about um, that many times are taboo in many churches. Um, uh, and especially in genres that are taboo in, in several yeah. churches. As for my church, I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful because I remember the first time I ever did a reggaeton song was for a talent show that the youth had. And on the panel, I was so nervous, bro. On the panel was the music director, the music pastor, the senior pastor at the time, who's now our, uh, he's retired, who's our pastor emeritus now, and, and somebody else. I forgot who the other person was. But I was like, oh, dog, I'm performing in front of my pastors right now. <laughs> and they didn't know. So I mixed this is me trying to dabble into production, right? I, I mixed some go-go at first with some reggaeton. The whole song was reggaeton, but the intro was just go-go. And it was, it was pretty cool. It was fun. And it was me and my little brother. Uh, so we performed the song, and I'll never forget that my pastor, who at the time was probably like 70 years old or 60-something, he got on his feet, and he gave us a standing ovation. And wow. I'll never forget that because that marked my heart like, that meant the world to me to have his support meant the world to me because he represents a legacy of, of, of years of serving God. And, and, yeah. and, and I've seen how, cause I grew up in, I pretty much grew up in this church um, all my life. My parents got married there. I grew up there. I was born. Um, so I've seen these people and I've seen how the church has been, has transformed thanks to, you know, God leading our pastor into saying, okay, you know what? Maybe we don't need to do this anymore. Maybe we can, we can, we can grow in this area. Maybe we yeah. don't have to be so legalistic here. Maybe we can, 
you know, introduce some kind of music here. So, you know, those pieces, I thank God that I, I was in an environment where there was support and that they saw the, the purpose behind stuff like this. So as far as my church, I'm super grateful because they, they've, they've had my back. They've supported um, from the jump. And um, I've, I've had conversations with other churches too, other people that I've, all the churches that I've been to perform at that, you know, they love it. It is the minority. It is usually the youth, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, but it's there. Um, now I do agree that looking at it from, uh, you know, from that's like, what, what's that called? Like from above the DMV compared to, let's say Miami, or let's say, you know, Colombia or Puerto Rico. Sure, yeah. <laughs> it's very different. Uh, it is very, it's much more conservative here um, compared to like Miami or LA in the churches right. in the church community over there. Um, so yeah, my challenge is going to be that to serve my community here, serve the folks here. Um, and when we can, you know, cross the, cross that bridge and get to other States and all, then, um, we'll, we'll get there. But yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for what I've had and mm. God has surrounded me with good people that despite the, the ups and downs of what the music industry is, um, God surrounds you with, God surrounded me with good people that have really, they're, they're in my corner and I'm eternally grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah. How are you looking at the, even the, just the music industry right now as a whole and you as a, as an artist breaking into the music industry, um, what is God, re- is God revealing you anything about the state of music and the state of, of where it's going and, and obviously your role in it? What is God revealing to you as a whole when it comes to music? Well, I think that in just in, in anything that this is, I, this is how I feel like how God uses people and he's used people for years, for decades, centuries, whatever you want to put it, that wherever God, whatever God has put in your hands, he can use that to bring glory to him and to reach people, whether it's music, whether it's you're a doctor, whether a pastor, a engineer, whatever it is. Uh, whatever God has placed in your heart, whatever gifts you have, he can, he can use that. Um, so I do believe that in, in a world that is dark, um, we can go in and be the light. Um, we can build relationships with people that perhaps will never, um, never have that opportunity to, experience, or to hear what faith in God can do for you unless people go there. You know what I'm saying? So as far as the music industry, Again, I'm I'm breaking into it, so it's it's very new to me. But just like anything else, you there's all kinds of stuff out there. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, my hope is that wherever I go, or wherever me and my team can, whatever doors that God opens for us, that we can be light there. Um, and as far as the business side, I think that we're we're living in an op- in a time where independent artists can make a great living off of the, off the music business side, um, that you can make it, um, that if you're looking at this as, as an art form that will help sustain you as a, you know, to live off of, then yeah, we live in a, in a a very, I mean, it takes, it takes a lot of hard work, um, Mm -hmm. but you can, you can do it, you can make it. And I, I see it this way. I'm 27 now. 
if I push for the next 10 years and I can build a platform that, that will be able to sustain me and my family and, and bring, bring my people along, bring the team along and open doors for, for, for all of us, then I'm committed to that. Whether it's 10, 20 years, whatever, you know, I'll be 50. I can't do reggaeton when I'm 50, but hopefully, <laughs> hopefully God opens doors, you know, that I can, I can be able to live off of this. So that's how I see it from the business side. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm grateful that God can use me in something that I'm passionate about because then it doesn't seem like work. Then it doesn't seem like oh, I don't want to do this. Yeah. It, it excites me to be like, what can God do through me in this, in this space that I'm at? Um, yeah. So uh, to me, it's exciting. Yeah. You know, you said 10 years. I see five years, man. I see... Um, um, Primero Dios, like my grandma said. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, the, the music industry in itself has ho- so many different facets you know so yeah. many different um, um there's so many different opportunities when it comes to music whether it's production whether it's being an artist in front of the camera whether it's mentorship you know what i'm saying like right um recording um and so i i i, I believe that the lord is going to use you in all of that you know because i do believe that you know um music overall is one of, is going to be a key factor when it comes to spreading the gospel in these upcoming years, you know? Oh, um, yeah. It's grown tremendously um, in the last couple of years, you know, the influence yeah. that comes with music. I mean, we're talking about billions of views in YouTube's like nothing now, you know? Right. Just 10 years right. ago, a million was a big deal, you yeah. know? And now it's we're talking billions. And yeah. so I believe... Um, it's a great tool to evangelize. And the fact that you are taking it upon yourself to say, you know what? God has given me a talent. God has given me a skill and I'm going to use it to share the gospel. I believe God is going to honor that. And he's going to put you in those rooms and in those places um, where you're not only going to be able to reach people with your music, but you're going to be able to be that pastor that um, from that guy that was clapping for you, that pastor that was clapping for you when they saw you perform, I I believe that you're going to be that to many other kids, you know, where they're going to be discouraged because, you know, they're they're not going to think that anybody is going to agree, but you're going to be there and say, no, like, this is how you're going to do it. This is what you need to do. You know what I'm saying? So I'm super excited for you. I received Um, that, man. Yo, definitely, definitely. Uh, Yeah, I'm down for whatever God has in store. It's It's a scary prayer. But whatever God has in store, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm with it. <laughs> what what can people expect from you, man? For let's say for the rest of the year, you know, if people have never heard of you and now they're like hooked, you know, from from this record, because I'm I'm definitely hooked. You got my attention. <laughs> what can people expect from you for the rest of this uh, for 2021? So I'm I never said this officially, but I guess I'll say it officially here. I'm challenging myself to do a, a single a month. And Come so on. far with my team, we're on track um, from here till, I guess, midsummer um, with ideas, with beats, with, you know, stuff that we have in the works. So that's my goal is that I want to be this consistent stream of um, good. hopefully good, catchy music that will, again, point you to God in some way, shape or form. Um, so, Yeah. There's gonna be good. There's gonna be some music all year long. Um, th- look, this was supposed to happen last year, but mm. again, 2020 was. It goes without saying. It was weird. It was, <laughs> it was one of those years. Yes, it was. Everything just 
and I, I realize now that it just wasn't the right time. Like I didn't have the the people around me that I needed, um, and or the knowledge. You know, I really did my homework last year, and I was like, okay, this is what it's gonna take. Um, so that's that's where I'm at now. So that's what people can expect. Uh, we got a new song dropping. This is March first, so in the next couple of weeks, we'll announce um, exactly how you can uh, how you can get it. And hopefully it's catching. It becomes another anthem for somebody else. Come on, man. Let's go. Yeah, man. I'm excited. Um, bro, any last words, man, for anybody tuning in? Um, just any last words. I don't even want to just categorize it for artists, but for anybody listening, um, what is uh, something that you can say to them as we uh, exit out? Yeah, I mean, I, I love your podcast, bro. I love what you're doing. And... And I love that, uh, you know, you ask, you ask these questions that, you know, some people don't ask. And I guess what I would say to the, the listeners are keep asking questions um, because it, this is a journey. Walking with God is a journey. And hopefully it's a lifelong journey, you know, that we stay faithful. We stay on the path and we fight the good fight. Yeah. And every day we, we wake up and say, all right, one more day, one more day with God, one more day in this, in this fight. Um, and, and whatever God has placed in your heart to, to do and go after it, you know, wherever it is, if God placed it in your heart, go after it. And if you still don't know what God is asking you to do, just be available, go Mm. connect somewhere, uh, do something, serve somewhere. And, and I believe that that's how we'll begin to discover our purpose Mm. and we'll be able to see how God can make a difference, um, through us. So just keep going, take it day by day. Um, God is with you. You're never alone. God loves you. And I hope that if there's anything I could do for you and serve you in any way, whether it's through my music or whatever, I'm here for you. Um, And yeah, God bless you. Man, thank you so much, bro. Thank you so much for making the time for coming on. Um, For anybody listening, for everybody listening right now, I... uh, all the links to David's music is going to be down in the description below. His personal um, Facebook and Instagram for you to bother him will also be in the bother description me, please. below. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, all his information is going to be in the description below, whether you're tuning in from uh, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, or YouTube. Just make sure you check the description. Make sure you uh, support the music. Um, I completely love what he is doing and I promise that it will speak to you as well because it's just Holy Spirit all over it. So make sure you check it out. Um, If you would like to continue to support the podcast, uh, make sure you follow us on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Spotify, Apple Music uh, to be notified whenever we release a new episode. Um, And I just pray that Holy Spirit continues to uh, pour into your life, continues to fill you with joy, with peace. Um, Continue to ask Holy Spirit, to, to, to present himself in your life. Continue to ask Jesus to reveal himself. Continue to ask questions like David said. I think that's a, a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful word because um, that's what I did in my life. I asked questions. I didn't understand the gospel. I asked Jesus, Jesus, what does this mean? Why do I, why do I need to love you? Like, what, you know what I'm saying? Like, why is there a hell? Like, these are valid questions. Why is there a heaven? These are valid, valid questions. And and God doesn't take that lightly. You ask a question, he's going to respond. Whether it's through a Bible verse that you're just going to randomly look at, right? 
um, whether right. it's going to be through a person that's going to randomly, quote unquote, randomly come talk to you. Like God is going to talk to you and he talks in different ways. So don't be discouraged if he's not talking to you in a way that's audibly or in a way that you're seeing him talk to another person. So continue to ask questions. Um, continue to seek God. The word says that if you seek, you will find. If you knock, the door will be open to you. And I truly believe that because that's happened in my life. And I'm sure that's happened in David's life. And that's happened in that's every right. follower of Jesus Christ. So again, just keep asking questions. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next episode next week, Wednesday morning. Thank you guys. Go in peace. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.